with Austin Price, Brent Hubs, VolQuest.com. Instant React Podcast as Tennessee comes to Auburn and loses this football game. 30-17 to is the final score. Austin, for Tennessee fans, just a pile of misery right now. Five straight losses, all double-digit losses. First time in school history that's happened. Since 1991. Uh, yeah. Uh, five straight losses, the longest losing streak since 1988. And this one is, is difficult because, in a lot of ways, Tennessee played well. They just made three or four catastrophic mistakes again in the third quarter that cost them this football game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Brent, I, you don't know how – I said this on the board. It's like watching a 20-car pileup on loop. I mean, like, it just – it is just so um, Groundhog Day every Saturday. And, you know, they honestly played way better tonight. I mean, there was a lot of positives offensively that you could take from this football game. Spacing was better in the throw game when they threw it. They got to a point where they realized they could just gash Auburn, so they basically went to the Missouri game plan. Cooper Mays came in and all the jumbo stuff. Um, you know, I thought they blocked the C area better from the tight end position tonight. Um, the offensive line I thought was really, really good. K-Ron Calvert got some run. thought he held his own for a guy that's not played a whole lot of football this year. And uh, it just one of those things where, you know, this team – I don't want to say snake because that's not the right word because, you know, a lot of it's stuff they've brought on themselves. But, you know, they're just kind of a lemon right now, and that's the best way to put it. I mean, they're if you put them in used car for terms, they're a lemon. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that's a great analogy, a great way to say it. Um, it, it, it it's interesting. I don't think this team's effort has dropped off. I mean, I think they played. I mean, Eric Gray played really hard. The offensive line played hard. I mean, I think overall, I mean, Matthew Butler's had 18 tackles the last three games. He's playing his best football. Kevon Bennett, who had his snaps drastically reduced for three weeks, got him back this week. He ends up with a couple more sacks in this game, Austin. But it, it's just they can't overcome the critical errors they made. Okay, when a team struggles to score the way this team struggles to score, they can't go two of four in the red zone. They, they can't come away empty twice. And not only empty, but they gave up seven points on one of those trips. Well, correct. And the missed field goal, the, the missed 50 yarders, that's one thing. But the, the missed 38 yarder, that was debilitating because after Harrison let him down and Gray scored, that would have been a seven point game. And they could have kicked off with full complement of timeouts and played defense. Instead, they had to try this kind of janky onside kick, and then you know it kind of is what it is at that point. I it just this team has no margin for error. They can't miss field goals. They can't throw pick sixes. They can't do those things and win. Other teams can. This team can. They got to play perfect, flawless football to have a shot against a quality team, or really at this point, any team. And Right now, they can't play the, that type of football, Brent. They can't play perfect. They can't play flawless. They're going to have. They're having their pick sixes. They're having their missed field goals. All those little things that that you know are just debilitating happens every Saturday. Yeah, five five defensive touchdowns now given up by this Tennessee team uh, in the middle of this losing streak. When you you go back to Georgia, the two pick sixes at Kentucky against Kentucky to Again, Alabama, Jared's and throwing more Jared's throwing more touchdowns to the other team than he has his own team the last four or five weeks. Yeah. And that's just – and, again, for a senior who's played as much football as he's played, that's just a throw. You have to know the clock in your head. If it's not there immediately, Austin, 
it's, it's got to go in the stands or in the and dirt. It, it, I mean, it's, you can't you can't throw he, that ball. And he held it and he held it and he stared him down. And then as soon as he let go, you just saw it. Yeah. You know, like the best attempt to tackle on that was when uh, one of the offensive linemen tried to shove the Auburn player into the guy just to see if he could knock him off his feet. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just. I mean, it's just a throw. I mean, that's a freshman mistake throw. That's just not a throw that any senior. You know, I ought to be making, which leads to the question everybody wants to know: When's the Harrison Bailey moment going to happen? And, and Austin, it sounds like it's not going to happen anytime soon. It, it sounds like that Jeremy. I mean, he acknowledged the mistake, but Jeremy Pruitt was complimentary of JG. And, and look, JG did some solid things, but but not enough solid to over overshadow that play. I've been wrong before on JG about. That's got to be it. That's got to be it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to go back and see. I've said this on the chat. I want to go back and see how many times, you know, he's kind of had that that's it moment, you right. know. I mean, he's like a cat. He's got nine lives. This dude just keeps coming back. He is like the, 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 the guy from the Slasher movie that gets killed and continues to, to, he continues to come back. Um, but at the same time, I, I think, you know, while Jeremy may say these things publicly tonight, I, I have a feeling somebody whether it's his agent or Coach Fulmer or whoever, looks at him this week and says, you can't trot him back out there. At this point, Jeremy's kind of coaching for his job a little bit. You know, I know what Chris Lowe said. It's no different than anything we've said. They can't go 0-8 after going 2-0 and and everything be okay. You know, they would be in, he would be in serious trouble at that point. Um, so next week's important. And, and, you know, Joe Rexroth saw this on Twitter, and it, it makes sense. Joe Rexroth's argument was if Jeremy's really coaching for his job next week, he's going to go with the guy that he thinks can get him the win, and he thinks it's two. Mm. You know. I think that's the guy he has the most. Believe it or not, as crazy as it is to say, that's the guy he trusts the most. Because he said on the Vol Network postgame deal, Harrison's doing well. He's got to continue to grow. He's got to continue to work harder. He's got to continue to prepare better in the during the week to be ready to play on Saturday. My counter to that is this, Austin. If if what you're going to do is lean on that offensive line, line up and run the football, okay, and and, and throw it on on you know rant, not 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 have any kind of real exotic or fancy or downfield vertical crazy passing game. If what you were doing in the third quarter is what you're going to do offensively, why can't Harrison Bailey do that? He absolutely can do that. Brent, he's got some limitations because he's not fleet of foot. But he gets the ball out on time, and, and, and I get it. When he's coming the game each week, the team has been so far down, the defense isn't really throwing anything crazy Fair. at him. Fair. But he, at no point, even when they're kind of collapsing around him, does he panic. He kind of is calm. And, and very composed, um, and, and, and yeah, I think he's way more calm and composed than than Mauer and or Shroud have been in their limited opportunities. More Mauer than Shroud. Obviously, JT didn't get a ton of time at all, um, either the last two years. But he just he's got a calmness about him. You know, I know one of the things that they've harped on him in practice is is you know you're, if you want to be the guy, be more vocal. Like you know, call the the play call in the huddle with some you know some authority. Call your cadence with some authority. You know, don't be so passive. Okay, so he's got to work on that. But, I mean, like, those are little things that, that doesn't you mean you're on. not ready to play. 
or shouldn't be given a chance to play. At some point, though, you've got to go down this road. But we've said this too many times. Right. They played more freshman receivers tonight. They did. You know, Weidman played a little. Uh, Callaway and, and Holiday played more than they've played to this point. Jalen Hyatt continues to play. Um, and, and I felt like you could tell, like, there was some separation out there, some, some different um, – the different spacing when Tennessee chose to throw it. Yeah. You know, it just looked different. So, um, it, again, if Tennessee had played offense tonight, the, the way they did tonight against Kentucky and against Arkansas, I think they at least split those games. Maybe they don't beat Kentucky because, you know, they, they, they threw the, the pick sixes, but they probably beat Arkansas. And they're sitting there in a much different situation at three and four versus – Two and five. All right. Let me add a couple of things, and we'll wrap it up here uh, on this on this podcast. Reacting to Tennessee's loss, I, I thought I thought Harrison Bailey's best throw of the night was a tight end pass to the two yard line, where it's tight space. Austin, you know, he, I thought he made a right. They made the right decision, and he threw the ball on time. He threw it a catchable ball. Um, accurate to the tight end because look, you're right. When, when they're playing jump, you know they're playing soft defensively from twenty to twenty. But when you get inside the fifteen yard line, the windows get tighter. And, and he and he made the right throw there to set Eric Gray up for his touchdown run on that drive. I thought that was his best throw of the night in terms of executing the offense. Now let me ask. Let's look at this. The other thing too. Tennessee has now given up fifty percent conversion rate on third downs defensively. For the season, fifty-two of what fifty-one of one hundred two is the third-down conversion rate. How does Tennessee fight? Do they need to blitz more? What does Jeremy Pruitt defensively got to do to get off the field? Because the slants remain there that they can give up. They can't get home with a four-man pass rush or a three-man pass rush on any kind of regular basis. What's Tennessee got to do to get off the field defensively? I don't know. I, they they brought. Blitzes throughout the course of the year from you know corners and, and different places, they just aren't getting home, and they've ultimately had a bunch of uh, like tonight. You know they gave up a lot of yards between the twenties, but they kind of bent but didn't break. You know they they kind of would find a way to get off the field. I mean they gave up two defensive touchdowns, one of which was on a bust. Right. So I mean like you know I saw somebody you know scrolling my Facebook page after the game waiting on Jeremy to talk and, you know, once Ansley fired. I'm like, I didn't think that the, the defense, yeah, they have some some mistakes, but I didn't think they were the problem tonight. I mean, again, you only give up 23 points defensively. That's not that bad in this league where everybody scores a ton. Yeah, that's, at, that's the end, at the end of the day, what did we say that Tennessee had to score to win this football game? I right? said 28. Technically, they needed 31, but – but if you take away what the offense gave up, the defense only gave up 23 points. There you go. 28 wins you the ball game. There you go. So, I mean, Tennessee's got to find a way to score more points. They moved it a ton tonight. Offensively, there's some positives you can take. It was not the same offense that we saw at Arkansas or previous weeks. So, I think that's a positive. problem is, is the points are still, you know, they're still not good enough. 17 points is just not good enough. This isn't 1998. This isn't 2006. This ain't even 2013. Tennessee's got to find a way to score points. They've got to find a way to finish drives. Those two not finishing drives was a shortcoming in Tennessee's loss at Auburn tonight, 30-17. For Austin Price, I'm Brent Hubs, fallquest.com.